This episode is sponsored by Wilbur's Hellhole Barbecue Sauce. That's W-I-L-B-U-R-B-B-Q-S-A-U-C-E dot com. Uh, the sauce started out from tailgating at o- Oakland Raiders events. Uh, it's really good. They sent me three kinds. Uh, I like the hot one the best, clearly. But uh, they're all really good, and you should check some out. Uh, and check out the link in the info of this episode. Hey, this is Jordan Belfort, the real Wolf of Wall Street, and you're listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. Welcome back to the greatest show in the universe. Uh, today we have a guest, uh, Jesse Awuji. How are you doing, man? Doing pretty good. Thanks for having me on the show. No problem. Uh, a little bit of intro. Uh, so you're a Navy officer and a NASCAR driver? Yeah, yeah. Currently uh, officer in the Navy. I've been in the Navy the last 10 years, uh, active duty for seven, um, in the reserves the last three years. And uh, I'm, all, I'm also racing in NASCAR. So I started racing about five years ago. I'm now racing in the second highest level in the NASCAR uh, Xfinity Series. So yeah, it's been a cool journey. That's awesome. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like, what's your American dream? And you have like two answers, <laughs> like for uh, and business owner. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's good. For, uh, what what business are you on? I didn't know that part. Yeah, so um, I have a drag racing events uh, business where I host drag racing events. I actually have one coming up here soon. Um, I have a uh, real estate investing um, business and also a trucking company. So um, all three of those are the biggest ones right now, and got some other ones. Um, I'm getting going also too in the realm of esports and some other stuff. So, yeah, just um, all this stuff is keeping me busy. No, it's awesome. I love I love hearing that, man. That's like uh, that's what America's about. I think just like creating a bunch of companies and living your dream on top of it. I mean, I think it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a capitalist society. I love it. Let's keep it that way. No, yeah, I definitely agree with that, man. I definitely agree. Uh, so, uh, what got you into? I guess to the military first. I wouldn't inspire you to join the uh, the Navy. Yeah, so uh, originally I'm from Dallas, Texas. Uh, both of my parents immigrated from Nigeria to the U.S. before um, uh, settling in Dallas. And, uh, you know, growing up there, football was the biggest thing. So I had a big goal to go off to college and play college football. And um, I started getting recruited by the Naval Academy um, during my time in high school when I was playing. And uh, I looked at it as a great opportunity to go to a great school, get a great education, and be able to play football for a great team. I was winning a lot of games. When I graduate, also be able to ha- be, uh, have a career pretty much started for me as an officer in the Navy. So um, that's really what got me going towards the Navy. Went to Naval Academy first, played there all four years, graduated in 2010, became an officer, a surface warfare officer. And uh, that's how my Navy career began. That's interesting, man. That's, that's really cool. My grandfather was in the Navy. I respect that for sure. Um, so what, uh, what was going to say, what, I guess, uh, next, uh, the next career, what got you into NASCAR? Like, uh, like more or less, you seem really young for NASCAR too. Like, it's like, uh, <laughs> the funny thing is there's, there's drivers younger than me. I mean, uh, uh, like depending on what series you're in, there's drivers as young sure. as 16, 16 years old. Oh, so, wow. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's drivers as old as 40 something, 50 years old. So, um, it, it's all over the place. I'm like right there in the, somewhere in the middle of the road, I would say the middle of the road is like. 30 years old. <laughs> I'm like 33. So I'm right there. But um, yeah, I know uh, getting in NASCAR, I've always uh, loved cars. I've always loved racing and um, I had a passion for it. And then one day I just decided that um, I was going to take the passion to the next level. I didn't want to keep it as just a little hobby thing. I wanted to turn it into a eventual career and something I would do really big. And NASCAR was the first way, first door that opened up, I would say, uh, for me to make that happen. And, and once that door opened up, it was up from there and I had to grind my way through to even get where we're at right now. But I've gotten a lot of support from a lot of great people, 
partners, uh, sponsors, um, just a lot of folks who have helped this journey move along the way it has. So um, still got a ways to go, but we're making it happen. That's awesome. I, I imagine it'd be like me playing basketball or something like you being in NASCAR. It's like, it's like super mm-hmm. unlikely, like, or like, uh, which is, which is awesome. Like, I think it's just cool. And I hate to pander, but, but that's cool being a black man in NASCAR. Like that's honestly yeah. cool, cool to me. And that is kind of pandering, but you know, I, mean? I think that's cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, it's been cool. Um, I'm one of two African Americans in the, or African Americans in the top three series of NASCAR. So between the truck series, Xfinity series and cup series, there's only two of us, uh, me and Bubba Wallace. So um, I'm in the Xfinity series. He's in the cup series and uh, you know, we're, yeah, we're moving along. Eventually there'll be more. Uh, it's just right now there's only two. No, it's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's like a Southern sports. Here. It's mostly just like, it, uh, it's, it's just interesting seeing that. It's like, it's like uh, I don't know why. <laughs> like it's, it's, it, like mm-hmm. it's, it's super pandering and even weird to think that, but it's just interesting to me. I don't know. It's like a, it's like a first man on the moon kind of thing to me. I don't know. It sounds like, you know, it's just like a, it's just like a weird thing to see in, but awesome. Like, I think it's cool as fuck, honestly. And uh, you're Republican, yeah. I guess. Um, you know what? Honestly, I don't get into any politics <laughs> at all. You're smart. Like, at all. Smart. <laughs> like at all. I don't, I don't pay attention to it. I don't watch it. I don't, I don't even watch news. I don't do any of that stuff. I just, I focus on me. I'm like, what do I need to do so I can accomplish my goals? And I'm not going to let whoever's in office uh, determine, you know, if my goals are going to be accomplished or not, like they don't control me. The only person that controls me is me. God, that's it. Nobody else. So I just walk my line and um, anybody else who tries to get in front is getting ran over. <laughs> See, that's why I thought you were Republican. Like how you, <laughs> you brought up God and you have ambition. That's why I thought, I thought we had you. I thought we had you in the spot. Yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, nobody, all- nobody has me. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. That's, that's good though. Uh, I, like, I like that vibe. You get that winter kind of spirit. You, you seem like really logical for an athlete. Like, I, I, like, I don't know. I don't mean that in a mean way or weird way. It's just like when I think of an athlete, I don't necessarily think like the most logical, like you seem like a person who can like, a fast processor like, like i could see i could kind of see like your like your soul through your eyes you know like you seem like a, you seem like you got like this good vibe and like a, you, i don't know how to describe it man it's like uh super logical for an athlete you know yeah no you got to have good energy um you know throughout this whole journey i've learned how energy really affects everything um you got to have positive energy around you um there's a lot of things that are going to happen along the journey you're going to meet good people you meet bad people good things are going to happen to you bad things are going to happen but you got to remain in a positive place you always got to have positive energy around you because if you let like negativity and darkness surround you it brings you down and it brings down the journey and and it just starts attracting more of the same stuff you got to put the right people around you, the right things around you, the right opportunities, like the right everything. You got to have the right energy because I'm a full believer in just the whole law of attraction and law of um, vibration and, and how that whole thing works. So that energy you put out there into the universe is going to put it right back into you. So make sure it's good. I think you might be the wokest athlete of all time. <laughs> I, I, I awakened probably 2015 i didn't realize that i really did more in 2001 but i understood in 2015 i started to understand in 2015 what happened to me in 2001 and from there i was like oh like i didn't realize this was happening but this was happening like i was awakening to this life and how energy works and 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 just how it's how that whole thing works and it's so hard to explain to people because not everyone understands or wants to believe it so i don't explain it to people but i tell them it's true like it's just it's true like the energy that's that's what happens like anytime you pick up a phone you call someone and they're like oh my god i was just thinking of you it's like not it's not like coincidence like <laughs> i agree no i agree with that. <laughs> 
No, most successful people see that. I think that's the difference between like, uh, it's the positivity and, and being able to see what energy does. I think, I think those are huge, uh, huge tactics in capitalism for sure. I think like uh, being able to read the room, I think it's a big one. You seem like, you seem like sure. a guy can read bullshit really fast. You have like, I was a bullshit. You know? I feel like you would just know, like, you, you go like, see, you, know, you seem like an intelligent person. Like, but uh, no, it's uh, what, so uh, when are you going to start doing things with your life? Like, <laughs> yeah no when am i gonna start when, yeah, like when 15 yeah i know you like 15 <laughs> things going, like so were you like always kind of drawn to being an entrepreneur like young or uh, is this something that just came with like uh with success came more success type thing it just came with kind of what i was doing so for me um i mean and maybe i don't know maybe when i was younger i saw myself being an entrepreneur maybe i don't know but i never I, it wasn't something I dreamed about or I thought about all the time. But for me, um, I'm all about just figuring it out, figuring out how to get whatever your goal is accomplished. So for my my goal of, you know, becoming an NASCAR driver, working my way up the ranks, it was going to cost money. And it was money I didn't have and money I didn't have sponsorship for. So I had to figure out another way to get money. And that was starting my own business. So it was just starting, like, that's what got me into it. I didn't get into entrepreneurship because I was like, oh, yeah, I want to be this guy who goes and starts his own businesses and runs them. Like, that wasn't in my mind. What was in my mind was accomplishing my racing goals and doing whatever was necessary to do that. And what was necessary at the time was to go make money somehow, some way. And I wasn't going to do it illegally. So I was like, let me start my own business and, and, and do and learn the business world so I could get it going. Because I noticed that people who were fairly successful in racing had something on the side going on that allowed them to be financially free enough to pursue everything they wanted to pursue in racing. And that's what I wanted to be. I want to be financially free. I don't want someone running my life. Um, you know, I don't want some boss telling me, you know, Hey, you got to work these times, do this and do that. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, I, I, I hate the fact of like having to ask someone permission to like, you know, take time off or to go home for Thanksgiving or whatever. Like to request that is to me, it's crazy. And, um, I experienced it for like about a year and some change when I was working in the civilian world for a little bit after I transitioned out of the uh, transition out of active duty to the, to the reserves. And after doing that for about a year and some change, I was like, this is not for me. I'm not going to spend the best hours of my day making someone else millions of dollars when I could spend the best hours of my day making myself those millions. No, that's, that's a great point. And, and I always forget that until I go back to a day job for like a period of time. Like, I, I do like, I have a million weird things too, like this year interview though. But, uh, but I'm saying like, uh, I, I feel like that too. Every time I go back to a day job, I'm just like, oh yeah, this is why I like, I like stay up to a four in the morning working on my ideas. I forgot, I forgot like why, I, like why I'm drawn to different, no, I agree. And that's a, and I, I mean, and, and some people just don't, like, some people just don't care, but it, 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 but my soul just screams when I do something like that. Like if I'm in some bullshit yeah. place like that, it's like be here at seven. I'm like, I'll never be awake at seven in the morning unless I'm going <laughs> to bed at seven in the morning. You know, it's like, I, I just don't want to, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, you gotta, you gotta do something that's going to create the financial freedom you need so that you can do what you like. And that's what I'm working on. And am I completely financially free right now? No, not really but I'm working towards it. And, uh, you know, I, I eventually will make it happen, but I do like the fact that, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I wake up to when I feel like waking up. And, um, you know, when I wake up, I can work from bed for the first few hours of the day. If I wanted to, I could really work from bed for the entire day for most days. Um, do I No, not really. I just stay there for a couple hours, knocking out emails and social media stuff. I get up and I walk 30 feet to my couch and I sit on my couch and then work on my laptop from there. I wear basketball shorts every day and a t-shirt and you know, that's what I do. And, uh, but I, I like that. And I had to create that world to make that happen. It wasn't easy. It didn't, I didn't just, you know, quit my day job one day and decide this is how it's going to happen and just make it happen. You know, actually I did, but um, <laughs> it doesn't always work out like that. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, it doesn't always work out like that. You got to make sure you're the only way it can work out like that. The reason why I was actually able to make it somewhat work like that was because I have always over the last 10 years been preparing for the fight. I didn't even know it was coming. So when you're doing that and then all of a sudden one day you're like, you know what, screw this, I'm out. Well, guess what? You're still fine because you've always been preparing for the fight, that battle, that tough, that dark, whatever, something you were preparing for that, that you you were preparing for something you didn't even know was happening or going to come, but you knew something was going to happen. So that's how I see it. No, it's awesome. I think that's, uh, I think people need to hear that too, because I think anything's possible. And like I, Steve Jobs said, like the, uh, the Steve Jobs quote, where he talks about like how everything around us is created by people who know smarter than us. I think it's really important. It's just like, like any of us can do any of this and like you're proof of that. And I, I like, I like people to chase their dreams and you get it done, you know, because like anybody mm-hmm. can talk about it, but like to do it's awesome. I think that's, that's really cool. And it kind of takes away a little bit. Like, we, we talked before uh, this, that you, uh, you had a gaming headset and I do too. Uh, do you play video games or? Um, I don't really game, but, uh, I do have a racing simulator and that's where I train on. And, um, it's a big community on there. So you can race against other people, um, do a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, I train on there every day. In fact, after this, I'm going to go train on there for a couple hours. Nice. Yeah, no, I, I was wondering if it was uh, gaming or something like that. Cause like, uh, you, you seem like you have a lot on your table and I, I know some entrepreneurs do, do like play video games late at night. Like I, like I will, I'll play some video games with some entrepreneurs like late at night, but uh, no, I just didn't know if you're one of those people or not. You seem uh, too smart for video games as well as questioning it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's usually I try to stay away from stuff that keeps me away from reaching the ultimate goals, you know, so video games, it, I used to play them a long time ago, but don't play them much anymore because then I could be searching real estate deals or, you know, figuring out other ways to make money or, you know, I don't know, just doing something else that's more productive. <laughs> yeah, no, we can't. If you only do that, like it, you would do nothing with your life. You just gain 40 pounds and lose all your money. Like, I mean, it's like, yeah, no, I, I play, I do both sometimes. Like I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do that as like a release. I'll play video games like a release where I'm just like thinking all day or something or I'll, or I'll play all night while I'm working still. Like I'll, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. play video games while I work on Xbox for some reason. I don't know why. I'm 34 <laughs> years old and I still play video games. You know, I never thought I'd say. No, it's not, there's nothing wrong with playing them. You know, I mean, I, I, play, I play them every once in a while, just not often. You know, my, my main thing is just getting on the racing simulator and training on there. Uh, that's uh, most video gamish thing I I say I do usually. That's cool though. <laughs> no, I, no, at least you're getting paid for your video gaming. You know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It helps. Do you have it people helps. you looked up to in NASCAR that uh, that kind of uh, brought you here? Like, you're, like when you were a kid, were there like drivers? You're like, dude, that guy's fucking awesome, or like something like that. Excuse the language, sorry, I just realized that. Um, you know what? Uh, drivers. I mean, you know, I used to like Jeff Gordon a lot and watched him feeling. as a kid. <clears throat> yeah, um, Dale, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Um, awesome guy. I've gotten to talk with him, meet him, hang him out, hang out with him a few times now. That's awesome. Um, yeah, he's cool. He was doing. He did my pinning ceremony when I promoted from. Oh. A lieutenant to lieutenant commander, he uh, was my pinner. So he put my lieutenant commander insignia thingy, my shoulder board, on my uh, shoulder. So uh, that was pretty cool. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, those guys, people I looked up to. And uh, Dale's awesome guy to, um, to look up to as a role model. He's very good at media stuff and handling, you know, all the attention and public publicity that I came around his way without ever turning into an a-hole. You know, he's always been, like, just a good person. So that, that's always cool. Yeah, yeah. When you get, when you find celebrities outside of that like L.A. New York thing, everybody seems pretty cool. Like they're more like humble. Like I think the L.A. New York crowd. I mean, not all of them, but a lot of them are just like they kind of take themselves way too seriously. And I'm glad mm-hmm. to hear that like certain people don't. Like that's cool. Like uh, Junior or Dylan or Junior's not like that. So and and that's yeah. the cool part about getting successful too is like getting to meet all these people. I think that's awesome that you got to have that experience. Like a, I think a lot of people like watching the, this sport as a kid or something like that would be like that's like their dream. 
you know how many people that yeah. would just be like their dream their dream would just be just to meet you or him or or one of these drivers you know what i mean that would just that was their dream that's all they dreamed they're like like i just want to meet these guys <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah exactly and exactly and that's cool though i mean that's a good that's a good vibe man like uh yeah, Jeff Gordon, it's weird seeing him old because, like, uh, like, I don't know why. It's just weird seeing Jeff Gordon old because, like, when I was a kid, he was, like, my age. And now I'm, like, <laughs> now he's, like, like 50 or something. I don't know how old he is, but it's just weird seeing him old. Like, I don't know why. Yeah, he's in his uh, – I don't know how old he is now, but he's late, probably late 40s or so. Yeah, yeah, he just looks weird. The older I don't know why. Everybody gets old. It makes sense, but it's just weird seeing mm-hmm. that. Like, I don't know why. He's, he's been that same age for, like, ever when I was a kid, I felt yeah. like. Yeah, I know it's true. <laughs> it's just weird. He's probably one of the better of branding. Him and him and Junior are probably the best of branding, I'd say. Oh yeah, they did a really good job. Yeah, they got their name out there like a lot. Like, uh, and you met both these guys? Uh, yeah, I've met Jeff a few times. That's so uh, Dale, cool. um, I haven't gotten to. I wouldn't say I have gotten to talk with Jeff a ton, but Dale, um, definitely uh, quite a bit. So, uh, you know, super cool guy. Um, you know, just love everything he's done, and it's great to continue to see him around the sport too. And uh, you know, fans love him, obviously. So, you know, definitely a person to look up to and, and you know, model your model yourself to. That's that's I hope people say that about me one day. That's a really good confidence to say about people. I like I like that yeah. you, you have like I like your point of view. It's really positive. Um, do you, have you had any weird fan experiences being in the public eye? Um, weird fan experiences. Uh, uh, yeah, I've had some interesting ones here and there, sometimes online, social media, sometimes in real life. Um Social media, I've seen goods, bads, you know, especially this year. I've seen a lot of bads come out of people this year. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, yeah, I know fans are, for the most part, pretty positive around me, pretty supportive. They love the fact that, you know, I'm a Navy guy just chasing my dreams and goals and I'm going after it. I'm not scared to do it. Yeah, you sound like a guy's pretty balanced, so it would be hard for you to be in a weird situation probably. Like, you seem like yeah. – if I had to guess this from reading you, I'd say, like, you're married, family. Like, you seem like that kind of guy, like – Eventually we'll be married. Yeah. Not yet, but eventually. <laughs> yeah. You got that vibe. You got that family vibe. Yeah. Like that's why I was like, that's why I was like, you probably aren't up to later. Like in the circles where it would be weird. You know what I mean? I, I think yeah. a, a person in a relationship is, is like way different than a single, like a single man was idiots. We're idiots single. Like we would just be like, we'd have, you'd have way more fan stories, like of weird things probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. Catch me like ten years ago. Maybe it would have been a little bit more crazy. <laughs> That's what. Yeah, our twenties are for that. Yeah, thirties for getting yeah. rich. I think honestly. I, that, yeah, I think it's like true. Time. Yeah, it's twenty. Yeah. Just chase girls and stuff, whatever. Just chasing whatever trouble you know, whatever it's called. I sound mm-hmm. like a geezer talking about fun, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no. So, uh, where do you see yourself? Where, where's this going? Where, where do you see yourself going? Like, uh, what are some goals you're working towards right now? So, yeah. So right now, goals working towards is obviously at this moment, twenty twenty one season. Uh, trying to get everything lined up for that, so I can go run as many Xfinity Series races as I can. Um, and then also um, outside of that, um, you know, got some other cool things in the in the line. Um, like I mentioned earlier. Um, really jumping into this esports space, um, got this thing called the E Racing Association, and we're putting on like uh, big events. We're giving out really big prize money, and we have an event actually coming up December fifteenth, sixteenth on I Racing the platform. So uh, for those out there who you know jump on sim uh, or sim racers, you know they can try it out and see if they can win part of the prize pool, ten thousand dollars. So we're trying to do it really big on there, and um, really trying to just you know spread my wings a little bit on all the different things I'm doing. Oh, that's awesome man like uh you, you got a lot your hands in a lot of pots and i wish you success in everything you're doing man it's, uh it's pretty cool yeah. uh do you have any uh links or anything you would throw out to people like uh to find you on social media or anything you want uh you want people to click on or check out or anything that you're kind of working on yeah anybody who wants to follow just look me up on social media uh type in my name jesse wuji that's uh j-e-s-s-e last name is i-w-u-j-i and um you can look me up on any social media platform facebook instagram twitter 
LinkedIn, uh, all that stuff. I'm on all of them. So look me up, um, follow me, share everything I put out, like everything I put out, comment on everything and uh, support all the people who support me.